God sets you free to serve. You are given a new way of living as people of God who have received the gift of eternal life. We are reading from Romans chapter 6 verses 11 to 23. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and offer every part of yourself to Him as an instrument of righteousness. For sin shall not be your master, but you are not under law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under law, but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey, whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or slaves to obedience, which leads to righteousness. Thanks be to God. Though you used to be slaves to sin, you wholeheartedly obeyed the form of teaching to which you were entrusted. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. I'm using an example from everyday life because of your human limitations. Just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness leading to holiness. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Those things result in death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Whoever welcomes me welcomes you. This is our Gospel reading for this Sunday, Matthew 10, verses 40 to 42. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me, and anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. This is the Gospel of the Lord. 
Praise be to you, O Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Open our hearts to welcome you today and then to welcome others. Amen. When in Romans, we hear the good news. God sets you free to serve. You're given a new way of living as people of God who have received the gift of a new life and the gift of eternal life. You're going to have to serve somebody. There's a song, that's a song by Bob Dylan. You're going to have to serve somebody. It may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. So he's saying, Bob Dylan. The reality that we live with is not whether we will be following something or someone, but who or what will we be following? Paul invites the Christians in Rome and you to consider that it is not whether to be obedient or free. It's not whether to be obedient or free, but rather to what or to whom we will be freely obedient. Or we could think of it like this. Who or what rules my life? Who or what do I belong to? We can think about this text under this heading of you've got to serve somebody. We're going to think of it under four headings. The first is misunderstanding God's grace and forgiveness. You know that God is a gracious and loving and forgiving God. You know that. You know that he forgives you your sins, all of your sins. If God is so loving and forgiving, and he will forgive you all your sins, well, that means that I can go and... How would you finish that sentence? If God is loving and forgives all my sins, well, that means I can go and... How would you, how would you uh, finish that sentence? The way you end that sentence would show who you are serving. The way you end that sentence could show who is ruling your life. The way that you end that sentence could show clearly who you belong to. What if you answer it in this way? If God is so loving and forgiving, if he will forgive me all my sins, that means I can go and do whatever I want. I can ignore God. I can ignore his invitations. I can ignore what he wants for me in my life. I don't need to love God more than anything. I can love things more. I don't need to pray. I don't need to praise and thank him. I don't need to listen to his word. If you answer in that way, who or what are you serving? It's not God. Now, second heading is how challenging it is to be a Christian. 
A few weeks ago, Paul told the Roman Christians, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You weren't able to love and serve God, but God's love in Jesus has been poured out in your heart through the Holy Spirit. God gives you his Holy Spirit to fill your heart with his love, which he has shown to you in Jesus Christ. He creates in you a new heart. He gives you a new life. Then the Christian life begins. Or we could say, our Christian challenges begin. When you receive the Holy Spirit, a new heart, a new life, there begins a battle with your old heart and your old life. You know this from your own experience. I would think, do you, that there are two voices fighting in you, your old self dragging you back to your old ways, and the Holy Spirit gently calling you closer to Jesus. This battle is why it is so challenging to be a Christian. Is this in a battle familiar to you? Well, don't despair. Don't be discouraged. This is what it means to follow Christ, to be a Christian. The everyday challenge is to serve God, to be ruled by our Lord, to belong to Him. And our third heading is the two ways. One is the way of death. The other, the way of life. In Romans, Paul talks about these two ways. One is the way for sin to be reigning over you. And the other way is for God to be reigning over you. We could call these two ways two freedoms. That is freedom from God, which is sin reigning over you, and freedom from sin, which is God reigning over you. Of course you can have freedom from God. God doesn't impose his love and his blessings. You can ignore God. You can reject God and do whatever you want. But it comes at a price. Anything that you will love and trust more than Jesus will promise you a lot, but never will be able to give what you truly need. Whatever you believe can give you more than God will fail you. And at the end you will pay the price. The price of freedom from God is death. Or as Paul puts it in his letter to the Romans, the wages of sin is death. That's one way to go. Or the other way is the way of life. To be ruled by God to serve God, to belong to God. What a beautiful Lord you have. Other lords exploit, but your Lord Jesus Christ, true God and true man, rescued you when you were a lost and condemned person, sentenced to death. He set you free from all your sins, from death and from the power of the devil. It cost him more than gold and silver.
it cost him his life. Even though he was innocent, he suffered and he died for you. Jesus did this so that you can belong to him. Your gracious and self-sacrificing Lord who loves you more than his own life. Others think how to exploit you, as I've said. Jesus thinks how to serve you. Others think what they can get from you. Jesus thinks what he can give you. Others think how to benefit you, from you. Jesus thinks how to bless you. And our fourth heading is, how should we live our daily lives with Jesus reigning over, reigning over us? How should you live your daily life with you belonging to Jesus, serving Jesus? You should keep on drowning the old nature that you were born with. Everything selfish and sinful in you has to die. This happens day after day when you are sorry for the wrong things you have done and you ask God to forgive you. And the new nature that God has given you in baptism should come to life day after day, being united with Christ and growing in the new life that he gives you. This is a simple, rich, but joyful life, which you can begin every day, entrusting yourself to Jesus, praying to him to guide you and to enlighten you with his word and his spirit. You daily present yourself in Jesus' service, praying, for into your hands I commend my body and soul, and all things. That is what your new life in Christ is like. A life following a wonderful Lord, a life serving and belonging to a wonderful Lord. You're going to have to serve somebody. It may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody, the song from Bob Dylan says. The reality that you live with is not whether you will be following or serving someone. But who or what will you serve? Paul invites the Christians in Rome. Paul invites you to consider that it is not whether to be obedient or free, but rather to what or to whom will I be freely obedient? To what and to whom will I freely serve? Who or what rules you and your life? Who or what do you belong to? Let us pray that by the grace of God and by the power of his Holy Spirit, we can lead new lives serving God, that we can live as his own, belonging to him, living under his reign, with all our words and all our actions, our hearts and our hands, serving him. When in Romans you hear the good news, God sets you free to serve. You are given a new way of living as people of God who have received a new life, the gift of eternal life. Amen.